0: Weekly Lost Podcast, Episode Number One Hundred Fifty Five.
1: Hey, cool!
2: You fixed it. Don't expect anything. The chances of getting a signal are slim at best. Statics good, right? No, reception is good.
3: Wait, what's that?
2: It's Russo signal. Crap! <sighs> but this radio has a wider bandwidth.
0: <laughs> That's what you call a party in a podcast.
3: Hold it! Stop! Do you hear that?
2: Welcome.
0: To the weekly lost edition of the Generally Speaking Production Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Lost Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft.
4: I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft.
0: And it took us a little while to get here, but we are here. And very thankful to all of those who have joined us live on Shoe.
4: Who were patient.
0: Who are extremely patient with us. And, they were uh, more
4: patient than I was.
0: Well, anyway, we are going to be talking about Lost Season 4, Episode Number 10, Something Nice Back Home. And I really liked how they fit the title into the dialogue of the show. Yeah. Coming from our good friend, Bernard. <laughs>
4: Whose name you couldn't remember at the beginning no of doubt. the episode.
0: Like, where has like, this man been? Who man? is this? <laughs> what? And I didn't say, who is this? I said, what's his name again? <laughs> uh, I can't remember. It's Mr. Dewey, I think. You anyway. So... Yes, we are going to go ahead and give our initial reaction. We are going to go ahead and and play back some feedback that we normally would have played last week or you know this past weekend. Uh, but we are so glad to be back. Uh, we were away for the weekend for a long weekend in New York City. Had the most wonderful time. Stayed at La Chateau Tofoya. <laughs> Which was absolutely wonderful, and of course, that's where we recorded the initial reaction to last week's show. I believe we have some even feedback uh, regarding some of the stuff that we had recorded there. But anyway, what we're going to talk about tonight, Stephanie, tonight we are going to discuss our initial reaction to some of the things that we saw here. We have a lot of people dialed in by phone, so uh, feel free during this um initial reaction to hit the request the talk button we'll try to get to you as well and especially right around the end if you have anything to say if you think we missed anything feel free to interrupt us and say hey i think you missed something so stephanie uh did you get the last yawn out you feeling good
4: no the last one is not gone
0: okay all right well let's go ahead first of many (laughs) so so we had kate shown uh in in various levels of being undressed starting off with a shower scene nonetheless and yep. it was quite it wasn't quite the shock i think that we thought that maybe they had intended it to be to to reveal that it was quote unquote kate in the shower
4: well anyone who's observant enough which any lost viewer should be would have known right away as soon as he wa- as soon as jack walked in the door that that was the same foyer of the same house that they used in kate's last flash forward
0: exactly
4: anybody who catches anything on lost should have caught that right and then i think when she's in the shower
0: they like, changed her voice did you know well, they that? did
4: and that was so stupid because it's like, it's like it, it really i thought at one point she said or he said i don't know anyway it was obvious to me that it was going to be kate when he when the shower door was open yeah but the, the mo- i love how they tried to hide it like it was some great mystery.
0: I know that was kind of cheesy. It was actually cheesy, but but anyway, the Millennium Falcon, uh, Millennium Falcon kind of gave it away as well. You know, this child's toy. Uh, it would seem that that would probably be a toy that Aaron might be playing with from time to time. How
4: come our son's Millennium Falcon is so huge? I want I want a little one like that that doesn't take up so much space.
0: Oh, you gotta have the big stuff, Stephanie. Yeah, well. Anyway. So hey, um, there was some discussion going on in the chat room. By the way, we do have a chat room over at TalkShoe.com during the episodes, so so it was nice to be able to kind of see what other people's reactions were as we were watching the show. And our good friend Patrick in the chat, chat room was mentioning, you know, we've had Billy D. Williams in uh, Exposé, remember that episode? And he played Lando in Star Wars, right. who happened to be the original owner of... Of of the the Millennium Millennium Falcon. Falcon. So, yes, how awesome is that? Anyway, thanks for catching that and bringing that to our attention. And uh, just little neat stuff there. I I, I think it was cool how that was tied in. Anyway, we were brought, after the shower scene, we're brought to a scene where Jack is kind of, well, he's reading to Aaron and being very much a fatherly figure. Right. Which was kind of odd, especially... Uh, since you know earlier on he said he didn't want anything to do with Aaron or at least uh, kind of seemed that way. But then we went into back to the island and miles said something about I didn't sign up for this. Do you remember that? Yes, he was saying something about the fact that you know, I, I, you know, I'm not with them or whatever. I didn't sign up for this. So so miles is clearly, you know and, and I mean this goes back to when Naomi Naomi was hired it's kind of like these people were brought in and they were uh, each brought in for their own gifts and talents or abilities and that is why they um, you know they are there they they were there for whatever it is they're good at right. however it seems like the this military militant group you know or they, you know, it's like you know okay guys you got us here you've done your part. Now, get out of the way because we're here to destroy or kill everybody on this island. Right. Wouldn't that be what it seems like?
4: That is what it seems
0: like. So uh, there, there's there's something going on. What's what's wrong? What are you thinking, babe? <laughs> it took me a while to catch up because you jumped
4: straight from Jack reading a book and Lando in Star Wars into Ghostbusters and and Miles and I I got lost somewhere in the middle. So. Oh,
0: we're not quite two gustbusters well, yet. I'd, but if you want to go there, meaning, we can go there. Meaning
4: Miles. That's all I meant by that. Okay. Was was Miles and and not being part of this group, not signing up for this. So anyway, I got I got lost somewhere. And well, there was no transition because anyway, I had to close the chat room. <laughs>
0: I saw that you were a little <laughs> distracted there weren't you I was. a lot of it people is, chatting in there tonight It's
4: way too late for me to be trying to focus on more than one thing so okay hi I'm Stephanie Ravensburg and I have now joined the show
0: <laughs> welcome <laughs> so Stephanie uh, did you happen to enjoy this episode
4: I think so no yeah I did
0: yeah it was I a did. good one so we've already talked about Katon
4: right we did he, okay
0: just bringing you up to date here Uh, Jack read to Aaron. You remember that? That was
4: really that that seeing that side of Jack was like really sexy to see him as a a father.
5: Really sexy to
4: to play that role. Yes, because it's it's very out of character for what we have seen of Jack so far. And to see like this family man side of him.
0: You know, me as a
4: woman thought that that was very sexy.
0: You know, it almost seems, quote unquote, unreal. This this little flash forward. We're not there yet. Well, but the thing is, <laughs> but the thing is, is I, I do want to say something. Remember, right. remember, he said something nice about his father.
4: Yeah, that and, that's a little unreal. Well, that's what yeah. I was saying.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's where I was going. Right, I get it. So I, I don't know about you, and and but for me, in that scene, that that those beginning early scenes, Jack's hair is kind of grown out just a little bit. You could see just a li- just a little touch of gray, I think, on the mm-hmm. sides, and for me. He had the slight the way they showed the light on him he slightly looked like George Clooney no, in he the didn't. movie from the movie Oh Brother Where Art Thou
4: <laughs> Dirty grungy no not
0: dirty I, grungy though
4: That's the that's the that's the now I loved Oh Brother Where Art Thou and I love George Clooney but um but I don't yeah I don't see that I don't get it Okay he looked like a very fine Matthew Fox.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> very good. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I am um, sorry.
4: Whether this whole whether this whole flash forward this whole too good to be true um, you know because they're all dead like Hurley says is is real or fake or not, I really liked it as a lost viewer. Who loves the relationships that are going on around the island um, as much as I love what's going on with the island? I loved this flash forward because it wasn't just a flash forward about someone, it was a flash, it, w- it was a flash forward of their relationship. And kind of like where they're going to between it's, it's like you can see now, obviously, we know they're not going to end up together and Jack's going to end up crazy or that's what they've showed us so far. right But um but to know that maybe they'll have, you know, I know it'll be bumpy because obviously he you know, they're not together during the trial. But I don't know. I really like this part. Yeah, I did. It was definitely. I'm a girl. I'm allowed to like it,
0: right? Well, we're not going to cover every little thing because we do want to save some stuff for the weekly lost podcast. On Why the weekend. we never do anyway? <laughs> what we never save, d-
4: save like the 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 Saturday show is always about the deeper stuff. This yeah. is, we're supposed to cover all of no, your but, notes. But
0: I, I know, but, well, I have a lot of notes, though. Oh, dear. So, but anyway, I, I guess what I want to do is just kind of uh, talk about just a few other items. But I, there are some things in here I, I just so want to pull out and talk about tonight. But anyway, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. Uh, Mike said, so we talked about Miles said, and I didn't sign up for this. I guess that wasn't really a good conversational starter for you, especially since you've, the second time I said it, you've already gone back to reading the chat room again. But anyway, uh, Sawyer gives Miles a restraining order. What do you think about that? Anything?
4: <laughs> I thought that was cool. And I loved when Miles turned it around and used it against Sawyer later on. I really thought that that was cool.
0: Yeah, but I almost thought for sure he was going to get a gun in his head and, and, or a bullet a in his A boot in his face. A boot in his face. It, it looked like he was going to get more than that. But uh, obviously...
4: Sawyer's become very protective of Claire. This is very out of character for Sawyer. I don't think so. Mr. I only look out for myself.
0: Yeah, but still. I mean, he I think
4: he's become very protective of her since the moment they parted from Jack.
0: Well, I think that's because he feels like he's responsible for her. he I mean, it, okay, it, but it's I a, mean,
4: it's... he's so here he goes and he's following John Locke. But now he feels responsible for everyone. I don't think that those two—you're either following him or you're not. Well, obviously they're not now because they left. But now you're reading the chat room. No, I
0: was—I <laughs> was sitting here wondering how in the world do they know in the chat room that I'm yawning, because I don't—I wasn't conscious of me making the yawning noise while I was talking. I
4: don't think you are yawning.
0: Well, that's I, me. I, I have, no, I have been yawning, oh, but, have but I'm on UStream, so they're seeing uh. the video of me. Yana. Where
4: are you on? You are from the your the
0: MacBook, yeah. Oh. See, nice. So they've been um, catching me. Yana. So mine
4: are a little bit more disguised than maybe, right? My yawns. So okay. anyway, I just think that that it's out of character for Sawyer to, to all of a sudden be concerned with everyone around him.
0: Gotcha. I I, I think I, I think that Sawyer is very much the same Sawyer he's always been. I just I think we've always seen uh, that there he's is less a- cynical. You think so?
4: I do. Uh, In these last couple of episodes, he's been...
0: Well, he's just not around everybody that he used to be around. You know? I don't know. He
4: always poked fun at Hurley. Now they're playing board games together.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, they played games... I mean, gosh. Hurley and and Sawyer have played poker together. And they all
4: ended in fights.
0: Well, the last time Hurley sat on him. I I think he learned his lesson.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I don't. Sawyer's not the kind of guy who learns lessons.
0: All right. All right. Anyway, so uh, let's see. Oh, okay. The conversation between Bernard and Rose. Uh, Bernard says, "Listen, you know." Rose kind of says, "Don't you think it's kind of odd? You know, is is this some kind of a, you know a sign? Is here we are about you know just one day before we're gonna be rescued, and all of a sudden he comes with the, down with this life-threatening disease?" And Bernard says, "Rose, people get sick, you know." And she says, "Not here, they don't. Hello, here people get better." I kind of like how, how that came down. I, I like the un, uh, the understanding that Rose says, you know, hey, something is not right here. And, and that's what I want to point out. And I'm not sure if it's going to be in one of the voicemails later or not, but we were talking about how odd it was and how out of just completely out there it was that Claire did not have a single scratch on her, that she completely was perfectly fine, right? Right. And that Sawyer... Although these guys could pick off every single red shirt without wasting a single bullet, no matter—I mean, they probably emptied out you know fifty rounds of ammo, and he could—they couldn't even hit him with one single bullet. It—it somebody wrote in and and said something, and it and of course they reminded me of the fact that you know they've shown that if there's something that the island thinks that you still have left to accomplish, it it won't—it won't let you die. Or won't let you get hurt and uh, so John Locke although he seems to have been nearly mortally wounded then all of a sudden he's up and running around because he's still got work to do we've got Rose who has been healed from her cancer we have all these other instances and, and it reminds me now of what Tom said to Michael he says so did it? Did it just click, or did the, the balance, bullet bounce? Or off did your the head. bullet bounce off your head? Right. And I was like, that "Well, that would have been
4: cool visual to see the bullets bouncing off a of Sawyer instead of just missing him entirely."
0: Well, the thing. Well, I I don't I don't know. Maybe those bullets were quote unquote redirected so that each so, bullet.
4: But under that theory. Yeah. Which I like, you know, that, that's fine. I get it. They've already brought it up in the show. It makes sense, you know, with those two with those two scenes that we pointed out. So does that mean that the island's trying to kill off Ben? Everyone's trying to kill off Ben. You know? I think so. He had a major, you know, tumor on it, right? He yep. had a tumor on he his, his spine. He had the tumor and, and... And so, you know, I don't know.
0: I, I think that something's happened and Ben... Has kind of lost control of something. So he's done something wrong. The island isn't quite happy with him anymore, and he's a little upset about that. That's my personal feeling.
4: That's why he can't find the cabin.
0: That's exactly why he can't find the cabin. Although we had another um, person email in earlier today and said something to the nature, something to the fact that do you think it's possible that uh, once somebody new has seen the cabin, they're the only person who can find it from that point forward, which means that, you know, Ben used to know where the cabin was and now he can't do it.
4: And, and, then and, then, and
0: then John could find it. And now all of a sudden, John can't find it because now Hurley's found it. And they both say, oh, we need Hurley or else we can't find it. Right. So that was very interesting theory. Um, I, I, and I wish I had all my emails pulled up here so I could credit all these people that have written in all this awesome stuff. But anyway, just know that those are not mine, but those are people who have emailed in. Um, and and maybe, hopefully, some of it's in the phone calls that we'll get later. Anyway, uh, so we had the conversation. People don't get sick here. People only get better. Unless maybe the island's done with them. You know? Right. When, when your job's done, your job's done.
4: Or the writers are done with you in.
0: There you go. Exactly.
4: They throw you in a pit of sand still alive.
0: Exactly. So anyway, which is a good thing to do, by the way, with the people they chose to do that to, <laughs> but I'm not going to go there, or should we? No, we won't. No, we won't. Okay, so Jack sees his dad at the hospital. Now, of of course, he we saw that him he saw his dad twice, but uh, we saw one glimpse of him earlier, kind of just seeing him walk around and walking, walking past. And then we see him again, which obviously in the chat room, I, I know you weren't in the chat room during the show, but I was. Um, he comes out the he takes the battery out of the smoke alarm and I'm like, duh, it's it's his dad this is the scene where his dad's gonna show up. I mean, it's just obvious that this is what's gonna happen. And so, sure enough, you know, he pulls it out, and then he sees his dad sitting on the couch, and he goes over to talk with him. But then, of course, the one nurse lady or somebody comes out and says, "Jack, are you okay?" And he well, tells it was
4: him, obviously it was another doctor because she wrote him a prescription.
0: Yes, you're right. I apologize. So, uh, definitely a doctor. Anyway, um, in essence, what happened there is that. He, you know, he looked back and his dad was immediately gone. So it was more of a Charlie kind of appearance than a physical right. real dad. Although
4: I really wanted her to see him, too.
0: Right. That would have been awesome.
4: You know, being, however. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just think that, that, you know, Cliff and I have have kind of agreed. Cliff has said all along. I don't remember if I've agreed with him all along, but I've agreed with him for some time now that, that Christian Shepard is still alive. And um, obviously, we saw him in Jacob's chair in the cabin, and
0: well, obviously, to some of us who believe that that's been so obvious, but yes, I agree, it definitely. Christian, well, I'm Shepherd. speaking
4: from my opinion, and it was obvious to me, so I didn't think I needed to clarify myself. <laughs> Very but good. Thank you for doing that for me.
0: You're welcome. Okay. Glad I could help. We babe. need to wrap
4: this up fast because cranky Stephanie is like hanging right there <laughs> as She's long like, as cranky
0: stephanie doesn't get cranky with so Cliff. close
4: um so anyway i really wanted her to see him as well so that there could be kind of like that confirmation that you know i don't know
0: well the, the thing is, is of course I, we're not gonna get it well this, oh i think we will i, I really do believe we not will not this season no, not this probably season.
4: not even next season.
0: I think we will next season. You think we will? Yeah, the Christians alive. Uh, I, I think so.
4: I don't think they're all you, dead.
0: No, they're not all dead. Well, but, that's
4: what Jacob Shack is saying. Well, I, I don't he's think he's just they're quoting.
0: Oh, goodness. Well, that one was uh, obvious, yawn, both to the people on UStream and in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, not getting that one by anybody. <laughs> So Stephanie, uh, what I what I loved is that, you know, of course, we were kind of a little bit blown away. And it was a total wow moment when during the little campfire session, Claire wakes up and her and you said immediately, Dad, no, you said immediately.
4: (laughs) I don't know what I said. Where's Aaron? Oh, where's Aaron? Yeah.
0: but no,
4: I was saying when she set up and she's like, Dad, and camera
0: and the camera pans over and who's holding that baby?
4: Christian Shepherd,
0: Christian Shepherd, and Her dad. she says, "Dad." Yeah. Wow. I
4: did as soon as they showed Claire. I was like, "Where's Aaron?"
0: <laughs> and you talk about four-letter words being covered up with little question marks and hash marks and exclamation points. I mean, they were they were going crazy in the chat room. They're like, "What the heck?" Which was amazing. I mean, because that was an awesome reveal. That of- was
4: that was an awesome moment because Jack has been seeing. Christian, for so long, and then now for Claire to see it. And I think that it's really going to be a reminder for some of the just, you know, just the casual viewers. I can't believe that, you know, at this stage in the game, there are still casual viewers to Lost, but there are some out there. There are
0: quite a few out there.
4: And I love one of them very much. Uh, Sarah is a casual viewer oh. of Lost and will continue to be.
0: It, yo, can I just say real quick? It's really funny to me when casual viewers have lost say that they completely or they're 100% up to date with everything as though they're not missing anything. And I'm not going to say any names because I don't want to if they happen to ever listen to our show, which I don't think they will. But it was it's just really funny because lately we've just had some conversations with some people who are casual viewers of, of loss. And they say, we, we don't see any value in seeing any. I mean, we watch every episode. We pick it all up. And I'm like, OK. Yeah. And, and recently there was this. They shared a theory. And I'm like, well, duh, you can't do that because of this, this, this and this, this and this. and they're like, <laughs> And they're like. Oh! Oh! <laughs> I'm like sorry, buddy. Okay. Try so again. Anyway,
4: um, that was what funny. was I saying?
0: Um, something casual viewers. Oh, you can't believe there are some okay. people.
4: No, I thought that it was great. Um, not only was it was it a great moment for for like a psycho lost people who can't get enough of it. <laughs> a
0: psycho lost people. I you like, like that. that. Yeah.
4: Well, I include myself. In, in that group amen sister it, it, it is not you know it is not to meant my name to is cliff
0: ravenscraft i am a lost lostaholic <laughs>
4: that's right i we, we're gonna we're seriously we're all gonna need therapy when this show goes off the I, air
0: i think we will be that therapy
4: so anyway my point that i'm trying to make is that that would be a good reminder to the casual viewer that claire is jack's sister
0: one thing. Oh my goodness! Where did this stuff come from? There are gonna be people listening to the, the time. <laughs> there are gonna be people listening to this podcast at work, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my um, gosh!" Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> you need to put a little warning. Th- I hate to jump around because there's some. There are two areas that I want, two different directions I want to go down right now. So the first one is, of course, you were saying that you kind of really wished. That the the doctor had seen Christian Shepherd, and I was gonna say real quickly. Well, I thought it was a it was really awesome that Miles clearly saw doc, uh, Christian Shepherd, but this guy sees dead people all the time.
4: Exactly. So, so it's so like, that doesn't, come on, yeah.
0: that's not even fair. Right. But, of course, I think they did that on purpose, obviously.
4: Can I bring up something in the in the chat room? Yeah,
0: but hold on. Let me okay. just mentally make a note. I just want to mentally make a note.
4: Mentally make your note. What
0: was the other thing I was going to go down? I
4: don't know, but hurry. Related. It, like, related. related. Go. That's where I'm going. Okay. Crap, you can't go there. That's where I was going to go. Can we bang on the desk anymore? <laughs> Seriously. Okay. So, um, in the chat room, Chef Mark says, obviously not. Um, I guess somebody's talking about related. Um Since he still doesn't know that Aaron, stop chatting people, it's moving and I can't read it. (laughs) Since he still doesn't know that Aaron's his nephew when they're back in L.A. But.
0: He does. He does. Because he says
4: to Claire, or to Kate, what's her name?
0: Her name's Kate, babe. (laughs) I know it's been a couple weeks.
4: I'm tired. Um, He says to Kate. Yes. You're not even related to him. She
0: says, oh crap, what did she say? Something about my son. Yeah, something. She, uh, yeah. she, she called he Aaron
4: her son. Right, and he says, and your
0: son, you're not, not even related, related to him.
4: him. He knows. Well, the, I oh, mean, he I, knows.
0: I think that was quite clear that he knows. I believe it without any doubt. You're not even related to him. Why would he say those words if he did not know that he was related? Which, which, by the way, he. Uh, um, <laughs> let me go back to the Hurley conversation. Okay, what? nothing. Are you okay?
4: I'm fine.
0: You sure cuz you
4: I just love when okay we all watch the show we are all watching the exact same thing. Yes. But we are all individuals and we all take it very differently. Okay. Because someone is is saying in here well that could go either way. Yeah, it could. You know, and and it could. But we are choosing to believe that it goes one way.
0: <laughs> right. So. Not that we are an authority on everything lost, but, you know, we do share our opinion on our podcast. Sometimes opinionatedly. Is that a word? No. But anyway. I don't
4: know. But this is a good time for me to keep my mouth shut. So go ahead.
0: Okay, cranky Steph. Uh, <laughs> moving right along. <laughs> so Hurley. He goes to see Hurley, right? Yeah. And he says, uh, Hurley says, we're all dead. We never got off that island, which I love. I love, 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 love those kind of words that, or phrases, thoughts, um, you know, just everything. I love it when they introduce. How many times have we heard we're all died. Three days ago, we all died. You know, we're all dead. I mean, it's just over and over every season. We're just hit over the head with we're all dead. And everybody says, but they promised us that once you're dead, you're dead. And then not everybody's all dead. It's like, hello, these people are liars. Anyway, Chef Mark does want to say something. so, Chef Mark, you you have the floor. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> hey, guys. No, okay, I wanted to are go back to this I wanted to go back to this whole thing about whether Jack knows, because here's the thing. I really think...
0: Are you still on that, Chef Mark? We are so... That is so yesterday. (laughs) Go ahead. I, I
3: don't think he knows, because just because he says something like, well, you're not even related to him, doesn't mean like he's holding it over her, like I'm related to him and you're not. Because remember, here tonight was sort of a missing piece of the puzzle. We learned that this piece is earlier than the pieces we saw where he was scruffy and running around saying, we have to go back.
0: Yes. We know, I, we, I
3: believe this is in the middle, right? So it's clear that they split up somehow. She kept the baby and he didn't. So if he knew that he was related to that baby, why would he let her, this woman who wasn't even related to him well, raise him while he went off and drank and did drugs? Okay,
0: I will answer that for you now, Chef Mark. Are you ready?
4: That's so kind of you, Cliff. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: are, are you ready for this? I'm I'm waited with bated breath.
0: Okay, and request a talk if, if if after I'm done and tell me if you think you agree. Okay. All right, so so here's the situation. Okay, so Hurley says we're all dead, blah 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 blah. Moving on to my point. I thought you didn't want anything to do with Aaron, says Hurley to Jack. Okay. Right. He what? did. Let me ask you this question. Why would, why would Jack have anything against that poor, innocent little child? Other than the fact that somehow he decides something about the way he does not or does or does not want to interact with that child as a result of understanding or learning that that child is his? Would it nephew. be his nephew? So, so nephew. here's the situation. Back on the island, we just see Claire see her father, which is of course Christian Shepherd. She's gone off into the woods. Obviously, Jack is going to learn of that situation. There, it's very possible that sometime between. This episode and before they get off of the island that he does in fact learn that, that Aaron is his nephew and something causes him for some strange unknown reason. He decides he wants nothing to do with this child. He absolutely nothing because of the fact he cheated on his mom. And, and Aaron becomes a product, a byproduct of Christian Shepherd cheating on his mom. So anyway, that
4: the whole half nephew thing is just too much. You you need to go one way or the other. What do you mean? You need in my to go, opinion, what
0: do you mean you need to go one way or the other?
4: Well, I'm talking to Dre Miller Five. Oh, okay. I'm in like, the chat room, um, in I just in this case, it just needs to be one way or the other.
0: I don't understand. I, so, of course, anyway. I didn't see what Dre well, said. Well, every
4: time we call Aaron, Jack's nephew. They tweet half nephew. Oh, okay, well, the, just, yeah. I mean, but still. Yes, you're right. It,
3: you know, whatever. But.
0: But still, the fact is, is that so, Chef Mark. What do you think about that?
3: I, I mean, obviously, it's an it's an interesting interpretation, but I don't know that we have enough information to go on yet. I mean, it could it literally could still go either way. There's a lot of reasons why he could have said he didn't want anything to do with that job. It could be because. You know, Claire dies and he feels guilty, so he doesn't want to be reminded of it, but yet he still doesn't know. And then maybe later on down the line, he will know and then be like, oh, my God, I have to take care of this child because it's my nephew. I mean, we don't know that. Right, Right,
0: right. But the thing is, is they chose to use those words. The writers chose to use those words. And if they weren't related, those words would mean
3: nothing. Right. But here's the thing. I think in that kind of instance, and we've all been there, you're in a relationship, you get in a fight, you use those kind of words if, if they, it were known to both of them that that was his blood relative and he said something like that to her, she would have let him have it. She would have said something back to him in response.
0: I would have to give you some credence said, yeah, to your even, argument even there. Yeah,
3: even if you sister, you let her die or some kind of stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I okay. don't think
4: so because they haven't talked about anything that's happened on the island in any flash forward thus far.
3: Right, but when you make... when you, When you... I'll give you an experiment. Cliff, you try saying something like that to Steph and see see if she's silent or if she sort of lets you have it with something of yours.
4: That's funny. When you're in a relationship, No, I'm never silent.
3: <laughs> when you're in a relationship and you call, you haul out a chestnut that's really painful, oh, woe is you if you do that, especially if you're the man and you say it to the woman, woe is you.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do is I will say it's not conclusive that Jack knows, but I believe he does. Is that fair enough?
3: That's fair enough, because
4: you, you've been known to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he has been known to be wrong. And, w- once and or twice. As, as, as have I. But I think that we've already established so many times on this podcast and in this community that everything on this show that we call Lost... Is deliberate, and they chose to use those particular words. Right. And whether that plays out to be that Jack knows or not, those words are important to that story.
0: Yeah, I and and you, uh, fair. I, I think, in my if, honest opinion, I I I think I think it's fair enough to say that we feel strongly that Jack knows, but I will have to agree with Mark and others in the chat room that it's not conclusive. You know, we don't have conclusive evidence, but I think the evidence leans in our direction that I, I personally believe that it's a it's a personal. Belief. All right. What else you got? All right. Well, going on with um, the conversation, because th- there was a little bit more um, golden nuggets to be dug out of the conversation with Hurley and Jack, which I just thought was awesome, by the way.
4: Well, that'll have to wait till Saturday.
0: Oh, yeah. Never mind then. Moving on. No, up. go
4: ahead. I was
1: just kidding. Well, I was just gonna
0: say uh, there. Okay, so um, I thought you didn't want anything to do with Aaron. Okay, it. And then Hurley says it seems so perfect, like we're in heaven. You know, I right. like that. Uh, I was happy too, and then I saw Charlie. Which think about this, I was happy too, and then I saw Charlie. Right. And Jack is all happy.
4: And then and he, he saw Christian.
0: his visitor. And so I love that. Yesterday he Well told I thought me,
4: the coolest part of that is that Hurley said you're gonna have a visitor soon yes. also. But at the same time that could be why Jack saw Christian, not because he actually saw him, but because Hurley planted the seed that he was going to
0: Right. I, I believe I believe the island is is uh, doing some really odd, weird mm-hmm. stuff. I mean Oh, I do too. So, so I think it, just in the same way that the island was able to affect things for Michael, I think the island is affecting things, trying to yeah. call them back.
4: No, like, I, I agree with you. I agree, and I, I think that that Jack saw him. I was just giving a different Sure. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I'm tired.
0: I know you are. We're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here shortly. Anyway, um, Lepidus saves the day. I I learned that from the official Lost podcast that the writers of the show look for as many opportunities to throw the name Lepidus into this episode into the show because they just like to hear people say Lepidus. You think? They, I, well, that's exactly what they said in the official Lost podcast. So, anyway, I wouldn't know. So anyway, he comes up, he saves the day, which of course, you know, you got Charlotte over there. and by golly, she gets on my nerves. does she? Yeah, I do not like her. I love it when Rose gets all up and writes, listen here, red. <laughs> it's like uh, I, that was really cool. But anyway, you know, she I don't think I think that Charlotte is just like Faraday is just like miles uh, that these people aren't necessarily quote unquote there to kill everybody. However, they were hired there to, with their skills to find and locate the island and to do certain things once they get there. They have jobs to do, which are not the same as that little military group that's going around the island shooting and killing people. So anyway, um, he saves Sawyer, Claire, and the baby and Miles. The but pilot t- does. The pilot. Lapidus. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So Lupita saves the day. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. Anyway, I just thought that was cool, and it maybe gives will give some credibility. What?
4: what? Nothing.
0: It will give some credibility right. to to at least Sawyer and and Claire that um, that these people aren't all bad. That they're not the same, and it gives. Well, it doesn't Qu- matter because Claire's missing now. Exactly, but it gives Miles a little credibility when he says, "Listen, I didn't sign up for this." So anyway, of course, then we have the, will you marry me?
4: I liked that. You I thought, it, no, no,
0: seriously, first time ever, there was a Jack and Kate flashback in such, or flash forward in such a way that I did not want to vomit. So this was good.
4: I'm telling you.
0: It was good.
4: Family Jack was sexy. And, and now he's gonna go off the deep end and you know then he'll be back to his crazy old self.
0: Yep. So anyway, I enjoyed I enjoyed the I enjoyed Jack and Kate off the island I did in too. this episode. I would love which for them really to stay weird. happy,
4: even if they have to go back to the island to do it.
0: Exactly. And I think they should. Because and, get, and they should get married. Because that's how it's gonna end. You think? No. But yeah, anyway, go ahead. Um, um
4: Darn it. Crap. Cliff. Stephanie. When I'm talking, you have to let me talk.
0: Oh sorry
4: okay, Hurley was happy he went crazy. Jack was happy he went crazy all at different times all at their own pace. Kate so who's to say Kate's not gonna go crazy?
0: Kate is gonna go crazy. she just hadn't done it yet but that's what I'm that's what I'm telling you you that is a wonderful point you're making there Stephanie
4: and then they're gonna go back to the island and and be happy. <laughs>
0: wonderful (laughs) sweet
4: that's how that's how it's all gonna end in my mind
0: okay yeah that's all good okay so jack starts using we kind of saw where that happened uh claire with dad we already talked about that your son he's not even related to you blah 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 claire is missing that's the episode wonderful stuff wouldn't you say stephanie Yes. let's go to some listener feedback
3: yes colonel lock this line secure
0: line secure go ahead
3: Hey, Cliff, Stephanie, Tori. This
6: is Michelle from Texas. This is Kim from Indiana. Josh from California. Jennifer from Florida. Sam in Tucson. Kimberly from California.
7: Paul in Memphis, Tennessee. Listener feedback.
6: Target areas acquired. We are a go. Roger
3: that.
0: Alrighty, we did not have a weekly loss podcast last weekend because we were in um, New, York New York, City. C- New York City, <laughs> and we had a most awesome time. And Chef Mark is the hostess with the mostest, and uh, mm-hmm. or the host with the most, and he is totally awesome. We had a, the best time <laughs> ever, and and I, I tell you what, if you guys are ever in New York City, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chef Mark, but if you guys are ever in New York City, and you do not look up Chef Mark and have him show you around town if you've never been there before. You don't know what you're missing. He he just did an amazing job of just making us feel at home. And it I, I literally, I felt like I was at home there. And it was really <laughs> awesome.
4: It was so, a great time. It
0: was. So let's go ahead. Although
4: and, on several yes. occasions, we stayed up way too late watching TV.
0: Yeah. Well.
4: Well, wait. That was like every night we were there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on to our first caller. This is Seth. Hi, Cliff, Stephanie,
7: and guest host, Chef Mark. This is Seth Wilson calling from Venice, California. I'm calling about the Weekly Lost podcast. I really enjoyed last night's episode, even with uh, the minor and somewhat major gaffes you guys pointed out. It didn't detract from the show for me at all. What did really scare me was Ben's promise at the end that he would kill Widmore's daughter, and Desmond and Penelope's relationship is one of the best things going in the show, and I would really be sad to see that be so dramatically shattered. One, One possibility I do see playing out is that Ben somehow hires Said to do the dirty work, and Saeed, at heart, whatever else he is, is a romantic, and I think that if he was confronted with a choice, his romantic side would overcome his anger, and he would somehow manage to keep Penelope safe while possibly even presenting the image to Ben that he had successfully carried out the mission, so... I don't know. That's just one possible outcome. I hope that's the outcome. I hope they don't kill Penny because poor Desmond has waited a long time, and I'd love to see them together. So anyway, great show, you guys. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Seth, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, very awesome to have your feedback. I agree
4: with him. I don't think that Saeed is going to stand for Ben killing Penelope.
0: No, no, absolutely not, especially after losing his love. Of his life. And I think... He over would, the
4: same, you know... Right. The rules changed. It's over the same war, so to speak. Yeah. You know?
0: So, you know, that that is interesting. It would be interesting if they do show that that's one of the people that he is asked to go and hurt. And, I, you know, I... I, 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 I like with how you. you say that. What?
4: <laughs> to go and hurt.
0: Hurt? <laughs> well... <laughs> I, just, I didn't want to say kill. Well, that's what he does. I know. Thank you. But anyway... Assassinate. I, I don't want to see Penelope get hurt either, or killed, or die, or slashed, murdered, whatever. Okay, Pete from hey, Illinois.
8: early speaking podcast. This is Pete calling from Rockford, Illinois, and I'm calling relating to uh, episode 154 of the Lost podcast, where you did your initial reaction of the shape of things to come, um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, in fact, uh, I was telling people uh, at, at work today um, that uh, for those people who have been complaining that uh, that Lost was moving too slowly and there wasn't enough action, that they have nothing to complain about after last night. Um, as far as uh, your comments on the gore factor with uh, Alex's execution. Um, I think that was a nod to you, Cliff. Uh, I know you've expressed in the past uh, an interest in having, you know, maybe some of the gore toned down. So this might be further proof that they're listening to you. Um, no, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't realistic, but uh, um, you know, what are you going to do on that front? As far as the um, oddball things, the uh, the red shirts getting blown away, Sawyer dodging every bullet, uh, Ben making it to the balcony. Um, I don't know, my personal view is that sometimes uh, it's just required to, to tell a story. This, the story demands that, uh, that Ben get to a balcony, and so he does. And the story demands that Sawyer not get shot while rescuing Ms. Clairol, and, and he does. Uh, and then just one last thing, speaking of Sawyer, I think we're probably, uh, just my little prediction, going to be seeing Sawyer uh, probably meet his end soon. Uh, his uh, story arc is clearly over. With uh, having uh, um, killed the original Sawyer, and now that he's actually seemed to have found redemption and caring for other people, um, legitimately concerned about Claire, the baby, uh, Hurley, um, I have a sneaking suspicion he might be one of the next ones to get the axe. Anyhow, thanks. Keep up the good work. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, Pete, thank you so much for calling in. And out of that feedback, my favorite part is the fact that he used the term Miss Clairol.
4: Yes, he did.
0: Um, I, I, I agree with you that sometimes the story just needs to be told. But if if there's it any... It is still TV. But I, I do believe that if they really wanted to, they could have made it out another way. And the whole idea that she just, I mean, just had nothing happen to her after that explosion and yet all the walls are gone is just like unexplainable. Well, they did
4: kind of say that they did kind of comment on that tonight, which wouldn't be in regards to to the voicemail because he left that, you know, last week. Yep. But um, she was like off balance.
0: Was she a little off balance? Yeah. She
4: she had commented. Sawyer asked how she was doing and, and she had commented something. That that she was a little off balance or something.
0: Yeah, but I but if anything, I really like what one listener either emailed in or called in, and and if it, they called in, then it'll be in the one of the next three calls that we have here. But anyway, um, I really like what they said with the whole idea of the island, possibly just you know the island. Does, I mean, the it's not fact finished with her, and especially the fact that Christian came and got her. says the island needs her so i really like that 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 for me can explain the walls being completely destroyed but yet the bullet basically bouncing off of her head you know what i'm saying right
4: and i think the other thing that building off of of his voicemail is that he said that he thinks that like we're coming to an end of of sawyer's story arc and the only thing that i think we would have to see is him get back to the beach because Kate is doing something for him in a flash forward. But wouldn't we need to see him tell her that? What? What?
0: What? <laughs> what are you talking about, Willis? <laughs>
4: <laughs> talking about Sawyer. Yeah. And how Pete says that we're he's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. His It seems like his story is coming to an end. And I'm saying that Kate is doing something for him in the future in a flash forward, and we need to see him ask her to do that. Yeah, that that so confused that the heck will, out of me. Yeah,
0: it sounded to me which could
4: have been a clear lie. I mean, it could right? Have been,
0: but the so. fact is, is that the night before Jack said, you know, Jack comes in and she's like, but Jack never gets home before eight, so blah 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 blah, and she lies, and then all of a sudden, finally, Jack kind, you know, kind of. You know, gets it out of her, you know, I'm working, I'm doing something oh. for him. I'm doing something for Sawyer, right? Right. And so, um, and then all of a sudden she, but then he's like, but he's the one who wanted to stay. So is he on the island? Did he make the phone call from the island?
4: I, yeah. No, I, I think that Sawyer was a cover. Yeah. And I just want to say, I didn't say Sawyer was dying. I was just repeating what the voicemail said
0: (laughs) cranky stephanie is here don't
4: yell at me in all caps
0: (laughs) (laughs) you tell them Steph. anyway anyway
4: no i'm kidding i'm just um i i did i was not saying that i was repeating what was happening on on the voicemail
0: deborah says Um, she's not yelling at you she's just emotional and she's just i
4: know i see that (laughs) so anyway I don't think that we'll see the end of Sawyer just yet. Right.
0: So. Gotcha. So let's, I'll tell you what, do you, do you, I, I think we're tired. It is, it is actually 1217 in the morning. We have three more calls, but what I could do, Stephanie, is if you want, I could just go ahead and play them and let them close out the show. Okay. Would, would that work better for you?
4: That would work much better for me.
0: I think so. It's getting a little late here. You
4: get to sleep in in the morning. I still have to be up with you. I don't
0: get to sleep in. I got to go do that speaking engagement tomorrow. Okay.
4: So I can wake you up when I wake up?
0: Yeah, Sweet. absolutely. So anyway, folks. That won't be so bad. We are going to go ahead and wrap up this show with the last three callers. We're not going to respond to them. I do want to say something. And it, I, I think it's probably been since episode number 49 or episode number 50 since I brought criticism, any kind of criticism of our show up in the show. And I got an email from somebody, they kind of started off with that, you know, I know you don't take criticism very well, and that's kind of your thing, and you do your thing, and blah, 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 blah. And they started the email off really, I think, awfully. However, they did bring up some very valuable criticism, and I just wanted to go ahead and bring it up here in the show. And it had to do with the fact that during the last two podcast episodes and it, we kind of had well at least last week we kind of explained what happened the week before and that was during yeah, that was
4: okay so, go ahead
0: so 2 weeks ago or 2 episodes ago or whatever it was i'm sorry we go did ahead. we did some, we had played some listener feedback and at the end of one of them instead of responding what the listener said we were cracking up dying laughing i mean it was gut busting laughter And it was the most hilarious thing because what what was happening is we were distracted, we had some other things going on, and we just, we couldn't, we had no clue what the caller was saying. And, you know, the thing is, is that that happens sometimes, it can be funny, it can be awkward, and you just try to go on with it. But what, what had happened is that at times I find that this is happening a lot. And I do want to say that I apologize to anybody that has called in and I personally, while we're playing your your message, we hadn't listened to you in the past. You know, it, it's not really something that I want to become a habit. I think you guys know that we love you all and that we thank you for participating in our shows. And so please don't ever, I mean, obviously if you if you do almost 200 episodes of a podcast or whatever, you're you're actually going to end up offending somebody. and I realized that. And so so and if I haven't offended you yet, give me 10, 15 more episodes, and I will do so. Uh, but not because I'm doing it on purpose, but you know what, after reading that voice or after reading that email, I thought about it. it's like, you know what? This is not just an occasional thing for me. That this has become an ongoing thing, and I just want to say from this point forward, I'm going to do my best to make sure that when a, when we're playing somebody, when we're pa- playing your feedback, that I am listening to it. Because I want to say thank you for taking time out of your life to dial the phone number and to leave a thoughtful uh, message for us. Especially since we ask so many people to please leave us voicemails rather than sending us emails and the fact that you've done that just speaks volumes of your um, commitment to our show and i apologize to anybody i've ever offended if i've offended you so with that i am going to go ahead and just play peter doug and jeff back to back and then we're just gonna close out the show so thank you very much and you guys have a wonderful uh
4: i'm sorry were you talking
0: Yes, we, and by the way, we will be back. <laughs> we will be back Saturday night with a uh, weekly loss podcast. We will. Uh, not to mention the fact that tomorrow, normally we would be doing on Friday a Grey's Anatomy fan podcast at twelve fifteen. Tomorrow it's going to be two fifteen, I think, instead, uh, because I'm doing a speaking engagement uh, for a local cable tv network here about podcasting and new media so anyway here are the last callers what
4: (laughs) i'm sorry um someone in the chat room says the next person that gets upset with cliff and Steph, um she'll she'll dance the chicken dance in a kfc Sweet.
0: And videotape it and send it in.
4: So I'm sure that won't take very long. Let's see how serious you were about that little comment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. um, Oh, and by the way, if you want to see all of our live schedule, uh, go to gspn.tv slash schedule. If you really enjoy what we're doing here at gspn.tv and you're not totally offended by all, of our, all the hijinks that go on here, uh, check out gspn.tv slash plus and please read that letter there and see if you might want to participate in plus membership. And now I promise, here are the rest of the voicemails.
5: Hello, Cliff. This is uh, Peter from California. And I decided to call in about uh, last night's show reason why is uh, that I'm not hearing anyone comment on this, but uh, that Ben, when he appears, actually is appearing after, I should say before the flight goes down. When he's at the hotel, he asks what date it is, and they give him the date, and it's 2005, which is before the airplane went down. And so I started thinking about everything that's going on, and came up with a reason why Aaron looks so much older than he should. And what I think actually happened was that when they come back from the island, that they're actually coming back at an earlier date than when they left. And that I don't know the wherewithal on how everything happens, but uh, one of the other things that's interesting, when... uh, Oh, the Arab! I, cannot, I, I can't. I can't remember names. Uh, 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 the, uh, the the guy that uh, with the Iraqi, uh, he uh, uh, was looking for Nadia, and when he finally found Nadia, uh, before he got on the island, he found out that she was married. Well, if he were to come back in two thousand and five, he would have been able to marry Nadia. So that uh, when, this, uh, when, he finally, when he looked up Nadia after the CIA gave him the address and everything where he is, that he'd be looking up himself being married to Nadia. And it's just one of those weird situations. And so, like I said, um, uh, you had Aaron who, uh, when we look at him, looks like he's four years old. And the reason why Aaron looks to be four years old is rather than coming back after the plane came down, that they came back before the plane came down and had to hide out for a couple of years. Thank you very much.
1: Hi, this is Doug in Atlanta. Mowing my lawn in 85 degree weather and listening to the Weekly Lost podcast. And I'm taking a break because I had to comment on something that y'all and Mark were talking about. And that is the fact that Claire seemed to come out of a house that was blown up by an RPG just fine. And nobody was shooting at, uh, nobody was able to hit uh, Sawyer and stuff like that. And it just seemed a little convenient. Normally, I would agree with you. However, if there is one thing we learned from meeting Kevin Johnson, It's that if the island wants you alive, ain't nobody going to kill you. Now, I will agree that after being in a building that's been blown up by an RPG, you might have a hair or two out of place and a few bruises and bumps and dirt. That's a little much, but uh, when I saw that happen and I saw Claire come out of that, I thought, no, 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 island's keeping her, or whatever it is that's keeping these people alive, uh, was working for her and working for Sawyer. So it's it's something that they have uh, set up already that uh, that if you uh, are meant to be alive for whatever reason and by ever choice, um, you will stay alive no matter what happens. Just wanted to mention... Oh, and one other thing. I grew up in the Salvation Army. My parents were pastors. <laughs> and uh, uh, Stephanie and... Um, And I think, Mark, when you mention that, that they might be getting uh, Ben's uh, outfits from the Salvation Army uh, thrift store, smile when you say that. No, but I understand perfectly what you say. And I, uh, in fact, uh, whenever we need some uh, work clothes and things like that, at least we'll do the same sort of thing. But, you know, so I understand where you're coming from. It was just a funny little thing that that I enjoyed. Um, But at least if they are doing that, uh, then some of that Hollywood money is going to help, uh, you know, drunken bones. That's wonderful to have. Okay, have a good time. Bye-bye.
2: Hi, uh, Cliff and Stephanie. This is Jeff from Oklahoma, and I'm calling about the lost um, last episode. I'm um, going to try to make this fast. I made a few notes, and so I'll kind of zip through these as quick as possible. Um, the first one is when Saeed and Ben were together. Saeed asked, why would anyone want to kill Nadia? And Ben's reply is, I don't know. What doesn't Ben know? Ben knows everything. So for Ben to say that, I'm going to have to say, I don't believe it. That's just the first one. Um, Second, when Ben appears in the desert, um, at the very, very, very beginning, he is surrounded by smoke and his teeth are chattering right before we see him surrounded in the desert. So apparently, he has come from someplace very cold. Um, Just wanted to say that. Um, Another thought, and this is from a few episodes back, um, everyone's saying Widmore planted the plane, but couldn't Ben just have easily have done that? Um, When we saw, saw him shoot John Locke um, into the pit full of all the Dharma bodies, couldn't he have just used those Dharma bodies to put into the plane? So anyway, I just think Ben could be just as responsible for the plane as Widmore. And, um, and then I like how Saeed is also fooled by the pho- Ben shows him a photo of who killed his wife, and all of a sudden Ben just takes, or I mean, Saeed all of a sudden just takes Ben word that, wow, this picture proves everything. And um, another thing I just want to say is I just, I just wish the show could just keep going. I know they're kind of wrapping it all up, but this is just one of those shows that I wish would go on for years. Um, again, I just want to say I'm a big fan. been listening to you guys for a long time, even back in the days when Rachel was around. And um, keep up the good work and love listening to you guys. Thanks. Bye.
0: Alrighty. I knew I said I was going to let that close everything out. Just so you guys know, uh, Stephanie has left the building. Stephanie has left the building. In fact, she went up to bed. She was extremely tired. Uh, It's now 1228 in the morning finishing this thing up. So uh, thank you, Peter from California, Doug in Atlanta, and Jeff in Oklahoma for your feedback. And the one last thing, the reason why I'm back here still is because I just noticed something. Because we didn't do a weekend show, Bonnie from lost.about.com every week puts together you know, one of those little here's what's coming up on Lost. And what I thought would be neat is even though this is the initial reaction to uh, something nice back home, I would love to go ahead now in hindsight... Uh, with the, with the or with the hindsight that we have right now, I would love to listen to her uh, predictions or her thoughts about what the ABC synopsis of this episode was. So do that with me if you wouldn't uh, wouldn't mind. Even though this is a little bit dated, uh, this is going to be uh, fun to listen to, and uh, we'll be back this weekend.
6: This is Lost Away Bonnie from lost.about.com with this week's Lost preview. The next episode is called Something Nice Back Home, and will be on this Thursday at 10 p.m. on ABC. ABC synopsis reads, When Jack's health is seriously compromised, Kate and Juliet must learn to work together in order to save him. And something goes wrong as Sawyer, Claire, Aaron, and Miles continue their trek away from Locke's camp and back to the beach. Well, it doesn't look like we'll get more about Jacob until next week. In this episode, we'll see Jack go down with appendicitis. It looks like he pushes Juliet away and asks for Kate instead. In his flash-forwards, we'll see more of Jack's downward spiral and how it involves Kate. On the beach, we'll see the Fratys that we've grown accustomed to seeing, as well as Rose and Bernard. In the photos, we see that Sawyer has found a guitar somewhere. For more information, read my Something Nice Back Home guide and preview. This is Lost Away Bonnie Koval for lost.about.com.